The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by Phil-in coming in off the bench like Vinny Johnson, the sixth man, Mr. <laughs> Terry's boy. What's going on, Terry? Not too much. What's going on, Don? Happy to be back. Talk about some World Tag League and a little best of Super Juniors. Man, I'm good. I'm good. Now, see, the deal that you made was you get all World Tag League. Best of yep. Juniors is for Mr. Anwar, but we'll get, ah. we'll get your overall overarching okay. theme of night one. Uh, this is Cast a Strong Style, part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find Cast a Strong Style on the web two different ways. You can search for Cast a Strong Style, or you can subscribe to the WrestleCast Network. All you have to do is look for the WrestleCast dash, the CSPN. Click on the logo that has the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. So since you brought it up, we'll just go ahead and, and get some thoughts first and foremost on what you thought about the best of the Super Junior since night one was interwoven with the World Tag League, which what we're here to talk about as they were doing basically a tag match and the best of Super Juniors match. Uh, so just some thoughts on uh, what got you excited from night one of the best of the Super Juniors. Uh, my man Robbie Eagles, he came back with a passion like uh, him and Donkey could. What a difference a year makes, because I was like, yeah, this should be a pretty good match. <laughs> like, Doki really impressed me with his performance in that never six-man title against Yoshiashi Goto and them, and yeah. Like, my man, I mean, he probably won't win, but I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Mr. Eagles, and I, I think he's going to show out. He's sort of a man without a, an affiliation right now, because he was in the Bullet Club. Then Will Ospreay talked him out of being in the Bullet Club, and now that Will Ospreay's turned heel and has his own faction, he's not a part of it. So he's kind of just floating around out here right now. Yeah, that, 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 he could easily slot back in with Chaos or Huntai, New Japan. Like people clearly like him. Like he seems like a nice dude. He's just one of those like, hey, I'm I, I busted my ass. He was one of those guys, because obviously nobody really pays attention to the Australian indie scene, so you're like, this is my chance, not just for me, <laughs> but my whole scene. Like, I, I'm going to show y'all what, what all Australians could do, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what he does, and you know, of course you had to use your homo, Ishimori, those guys, but it, it's looking like, I know when people saw the lineups, it was like, yeah. We wish you could have got more foreign time, but I, I think this is going to be a pretty good tournament. Yeah, all the foreign talent is in the Super J Cup. So those people mm -hmm. who are complaining, yeah. watch the Super J Cup uh, next month, and you'll right. get all the foreign talent you want. Um, I thought that just kind of off of the break, um, I thought show looked fantastic. I think that this thing may be setting up for show and Hiromu to have a big time face off to determine 
where we're going to go um in there like i said robbie eagles look good as well doki was impressive i really like kanamaru and uh taguchi i like the i like the way that match played out um master watto though what do you think about him uh last minute replacement here i know Yuramura was a replacement for um uh kanamaru so master watto uh got a win over a young boy how do you feel about him uh after a month or so um besides the gear let's let's leave the gear out of it. yeah <laughs> um he seems solid like he, he obviously because he did his excursion in mexico he has that like christmas i mean christmas and fluidity you get <laughs> lucha libre guys but I'm still waiting for him to stand out because I honestly thought the start of that match was Jamur. Like he showed a lot of, a lot of like fire and passion. And when he set up for his little Kanuki, his little trap underhook suplex, I'm like, is Master Wado about to lose <laughs> his own match to the young boy? This, this is getting kind of tight, but yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, obviously he's got you know the back of the tens on. So. Hopefully, with a lot of matches and a singles tournament, Master Watto can break out. But I, I say he's solid right now. Okay, I wouldn't call him like the, the star division yet. To me, those guys are Hiromu and Show, and then Ishimori, and then Robbie. I think will be the breakout star. But I, I think he'll find his foot, and it, it'll just take a little time. All right, all right. So. Yes, me and Anwar will be going in-depth on nights one and night two of the Best of Super Juniors. I actually thought that was going to be uh, today as we're recording this. And I get home and it's like, oh, no, it's tomorrow. Oh, so. Yeah, it's tomorrow. So look who, look who timed it perfectly. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's all about the World Tag League Night one. Yep. Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. Good to see Chase Owens back in New Japan. Versus Tomohiro Ishii and Yano miscommunication leads to Fale squashing Chase Owens in the corner. Yano landed on top of Fale, and when Owens went to break it up, Yano moved, causing Chase Owens to splash Fale. Then Yano got back on top of Fale to get the three count, and Ishii and Yano are your winners. Bad luck Fale dropped some weight. Looked like he was moving around a little bit friskier there in the ring chase owens looked pretty good and uh the king of pro wrestling up to his usual tricks and him and Ishii got a win yeah a pretty pretty fun match and so far that's been kind of an interesting wrinkle of the tag league is yeah Ishii has not really done a ton of life. it's been a lot of yano but i i get it he is technically a title holder with the King of Pro Wrestling <laughs> title. So, you know, he, he's, he's trying to show his Yano things. And, yeah, you know, I, I like – I always like it when you get somebody in there with the Bullet Club guys and you kind of take their cheap tactics and kind of turn them against them. So that that was that's always nice to see. And, like I said, Chasing Fale seem motivated. They're, they're in better shape, especially Fale, and moving better. So we'll, we'll see how they do, especially with, what is it, three Bullet Club teams in this yeah, tournament? Yeah, that, That's going to be interesting. Heavy on the heel tactics. Yep. The great Okan was going to show up with a mystery partner and the newest member, 
of the Empire, joining himself, Will Ospreay, and Bree Priestley. That mystery partner was Jeff Cobb. So Mr. Anwar Starwin was right in the preview of the World Tag League that Jeff Cobb was the name bantied about. And Jeff Cobb was the man who came down to be the tag team partner of the Great Okan. They took on Tanahashi and Toa Hanare. Tanahashi was taken out by the Eliminator. And then Hanare fell to the tour of the islands from Jeff Cobb in less than three minutes. Squish squashed Toa Hanare. I mean, my man Hanari tried, but yeah, as soon as they took out time, I'm like, two on one, and one of them is Jeff Cobb and O'Connor, and so I'm like, yeah, this dude's not going to go off. And I get it. You you want to pull over the, the new monster tag team, and hey, if you want to debut a new tag team, <laughs> it's hard to do worse than, better than this, because who? My God, that that was ruthless. Yeah, hopefully uh, Tanahashi and Toa Hanare will see better days. Interesting choice for Tanahashi as for a tag team partner, though. Two years in a row. Yeah, I, I think it's, they obviously want to feature Hanare. I think Tana's a fan, so wants to give him the rub. And obviously Ibushi has bigger things to worry about than tag leagues, so... <laughs> You were kind of limited in your options because yeah, it seems like Kota's kind of like, yeah, I'm not saying the Golden Lover, the Golden Aces is dead, but I'm trying to get this title, bro. <laughs> so you're going to have to figure something out, Tyler. I'm sorry. I, I got bigger problems. <laughs> Our IWGP Tag Team Champions, the Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taiichi. They faced off against Goto and Yoshihashi. Goto locks up Taichi in the corner, but he doesn't see Zack Sabre Jr. trap Yoshihashi in... Was that the nearing fearing of Napalm death lock he had him in? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's just the greatest finishing move title in the history of wrestling. <laughs> um, he, don't ask me to repeat it. But yes, he got him in that and he pinned Yoshihashi and the Dangerous Techers get their first two points in this year's Tag League. Uh, Goto looked so disappointed. Like, dude, I turned my back for two seconds. You were doing well. I turn around, we're losing the match. <laughs> yeah, especially since this this is their second match in a row against the Tag Champs, and he talked about it in their like, post-match. Like, yeah, it's disappointing. We're not giving up, but yeah, we we, we got to work better and work harder. Uh, Taiichi and Zack Sabre Jr. can do no wrong in my book. I love those two. I want them to be tag team champions for as long as they want to be. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun and they're, they're post-match comments. People, you got you to gotta watch them on YouTube or on NJPW World because they are hilarious together. You can tell, like, this ain't, you know, because sometimes in New Japan, you get just, like, random teams. But you can tell, like, these guys are, like, Finn Juice, like some of the, the other better tag teams were, like, they're legit friends. They legit right. like each other's company. 
they have fun together. This was probably their idea to team up together. It wasn't just like, uh, who can we put together in a tattoo? Stick your head out and see who's walking up and down the halls. You and you. Right. right. <laughs> and yeah, they they really elevated the tag division as the tag champs. So yeah, until they find that team, whoever it is, that can kind of help things move forward a little bit more. Like, I, I agree. They they should be tag champs as, as long as they want. Plus, I mean, what else does Zach really have to do? Especially with Will Turner Hills, like, he's probably not going after that Rev Pro title again for a while. And since so. John Moxley's never coming back to Japan, he can't <laughs> go after the United States Championship again either. Maybe him and Kenta can rekindle something once Kenta is officially awarded the title. I, do you think they're going to have a match? Is this belt ever going to show back up? Or is John Moxley um, just going to FedEx it and be like, sorry, boys, but here you go? I mean, maybe. I mean, not to talk about non-New Japan stuff, but they, they do have that Kenny Omega and Moxley match coming up. So, in theory, if Moxley loses the AEW World title, then... That match is in, what, like December? He could go to Japan for two weeks, quarantine, do Wrestle Kingdom, and then come back. Do you think it's So, a, we'll see. I don't know. A, but, yeah, a, I think if, if Mox can't do Wrestle Kingdom, then at that point, they'll probably be like, yeah, we're, we're sorry. We're just going to have to strip him and have Kenta versus somebody for the, the new U.S. champion. But I think they're still holding out hope. That maybe, just maybe, they can get Mox in for Wrestle Kingdom. So he can do a proper job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> Unless he turns around and wins. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is possible. Highly but, possible, yeah. but it would just be like logistics. Logistics. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah, because that means... Uh, if he stayed, let's say he stayed for New Year's Dash, that would basically put you maybe in March you would have to come back. Maybe yeah. April would be the next yeah. big one after that. So, I mean, it could possibly work. But it's still a, a tough having another, you know, major part of your promotion not available to you. Yeah. Where you could, you know, use that to elevate someone or, you know, push someone with that title. So, but, uh, yeah, the Tony Khan said now that Harold Mage is out of the way, though, things may be a little bit easier between New Japan and AEW. So hopefully that yeah. is the case. We'll see. Evil and Yujiro faced off against Sonata and Shingo Takagi. You think that Sonata would, you know, have some animosity, but no, you know, he seems pretty cool with Evil. It's like, hey, man, you know, he, he did what he had to do to get to the top. He was a champion. He did something I haven't done, so, you know, doesn't appear to be too mad about it. Sonata gets a low blow from Evil. Evil follows that up with everything is Evil, and Evil and Yujiro are your winners. Yeah, pretty. Typical, I mean, typical kind of the story <laughs> of a lot of yeah. tag team matches is Shingo and Sonata are the better two wrestlers, but Yujiro and Evil are, are the better team. And it, it seems our boy Yujiro is firmly team Evil now in this whole <laughs> Bullet Club 
division. So yeah, are we, are, we, are we about to get the Bullet Club black and white and the Bullet Pl- <laughs> Bullet Club red and black? Is this what's about to happen? I, I mean, maybe <laughs> people aren't picking their sides. I mean, know, some people haven't put their hat in yet. But. You know, Tamatanga and Fale, though, whoever they side with, that's the true. Yeah. That, that, that'll probably be who wins out, whoever gets those two, because those are the two founders. So, right. yeah. Yeah, I like the tag team of Shinada and Shingo going forward, though. They're going to put on some good matches. Yeah, they, they, they should. It, it'll just take a little time for them to get their synergy because obviously Sonata is used to teaming with Evil. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I guess that'll be a question for Anwar. But... More than he does with Sonata off of the, you know, just the strength. So, yeah. So, yeah, they got to kind of get some things worked out. Uh, what was you, what was just, we were going to pose? Oh, I was. I was like, has Shingo done a lot? I mean, I'm sure he's been in multi-man tags, but has he done a lot of tag team wrestling? Because I primarily know of him as a singles wrestler. When he does do usually tag up, it's usually with Naito. And if he does like a straight up tag match, not normally with Sonata. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a little bit of chemistry they need to work in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then our main event of night one for the World Tag League, we had Finn Juice, Davis Finley, and Juice Robinson. David Finley, looking a little bit bulkier. That's like he put on a little bit of muscle, added some more tattoos. Yeah, slim down. Yeah. Got, got, rid, got rid of the beer gut. Not that he was ever fat, but he, <laughs> he's got a little, you know, flat stomach now. And they took on the returning Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tongaloa, Tamatanga. Brand new look. Looks highly untrustworthy. No facial hair. <laughs> Short, uh, undercover cop haircut. Like, who is this man? So uh, I, I think a lot of the uh, the Wrestle Bays may be disappointed in the uh, Tamatanga fashion choices here with the uh, yeah. head and the beard. Uh, I mean, he, he does look younger, which I think was his whole thinking is it, it makes me look younger. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. It, 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 it's strikingly like... The, the shaving the goatee was one thing, but, yeah, when I, when I saw him with the, the rock, 97 paper <laughs> I was like okay all right <laughs> I think somebody even said that on Twitter like yeah like bold choice by uh, Tangaloa picking the team with a, a legend like Rocky Ryan <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah so he is uh, changed up the look um this was the usual Finn Juice Gorillas of Destiny's match. Gorillas of Destiny trying to hold them down with their strength and power. Finn Juice trying to speed up the match, you know, with their quick tags in and out. Finn Juice avoided Prima Nocta and beat Tamatanga with the Doomsday Device. So welcome back, Gorillas of Destiny. Take this L from David Finley and Juice Robinson. <laughs> 
Yeah, nice win for Finn Juice and a, a revenge game for them. Like David finally brought up the last time these two teams faced was in Atlanta when Finn Juice lost the tag titles. So right. Seemed like they, they learned a little bit from their mistakes and were, were ready for the, the BS from Jado and uh, pulled out the win. <laughs> Let's see. We got Jado running with Gorillas of Destiny. Yep. We got Gato running with Chase Owens and uh, Bad Lake Fale. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. Got, uh, yeah, yeah, Jado. And then we got Ghetto running with Evil and Usura. Good Lord. It's, it's going yeah, well. to be a lot of shenanigans <laughs> for the next yeah. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but like I said, with three bullet club teams. Well, night two, we saw Bullet Club on Bullet Club Violence as Gorillas of Destiny took on Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. Uh, it was funny because in the beginning of the match, like Chase Owens is like trying to ease into the match and Tama Tonga just goes straight for the win. He's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, they were fresh off a loss. They, they, they were trying to get that W. <laughs> Uh, Gorillas of Destiny do get the win. They win by submission. Chase Owens taps out to Tomatonga's version of the Scorpion Deathlock. So it looks like Gorillas of Destiny are going to try to get over a new submission finisher. I guess they've been watching Okada and was like, if he can do it, we can do it too. Yeah, I, I just wish they looked good. <laughs> It's like, come on, you guys all trained at the New Japan Dojo. That's all they teach is, oh, why can nobody execute a paint? Like, just make it look like it hurts. That's that's <laughs> always my problem. These They don't look painful. It's, a, it's the John Cena STF, huh? Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> that's all I ask. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, if you can be crisp like Zach, then fine. All I ask is, Make it look like it, it is actually done. It, it, it never looks good. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yoshihashi and Goto faced off against Jeff Cobb and the Great Okan. Uh, Tacos and Goto get the win by pinfall after Goto rolled up the Great Okan. Uh, Goto and Yoshihashi were getting their ass whooped for the majority of this match, and Goto pulled out that that roll up uh, in the in the bottom of the ninth inning uh, to get Yoshihashi and Goto on the board. Yeah, I mean Okarn is crafty, and I mean Jeff Cobb is is, is a, a big boy, and it, it, he's saying he flipped that switch pretty quick from happy go lucky Hawaiian to. Stone Cold Badass. Oh yeah, he's uh, channeling his inner uh, great Matanza. Yeah, just, 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 just beating the crap out of people. Taking it back to his uh, Lucha Underground days. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, we saw Evil and Yujiro versus Finn Juice. Um, stop me if you've heard this before, but Evil hits David Finley with a low blow, followed by Everything Is Evil. And Evil and Yujiro get the win. Yeah, 
it's a solid match. Like, this, this match was where I felt like this show turned around. Because the first two matches, the crowd was pretty dead. It's like, okay, these matches are kind of slow. But soon as Fingers came out, the crowd's like, yeah, Fingers, <laughs> we, somebody we like, yeah. <laughs> We're so happy. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think they're going to be one of the bright spots of this tournament because, like you said, they bring that energy. The, the Japanese fans like them. They rustle a quick pace. And, you know, they, they, they were scrappy underdogs, but. Yeah, he, Evil was the double champ not that long ago, so he's not eating too many pinfalls. But to their credit, like Fenjus had him on the ropes, like they they said in their in their interview the night before, like we know our strategy for Yujiro and Evil. Like no offense, Yujiro, but we're gonna focus on you because <laughs> Evil is the former double champion, and that's how we're gonna try to win. But Evil and Dick Togo, you, you can't. Not too many people can get over on them, so yeah, man. They, Dick, they, they pulled it out. Dick Togo is proving to be the big joker. Yeah. Him and that, that little, what is it, piano wire or whatever yeah. chokes people out with. Yeah, yeah. And who would have thought, man, in the beginning of 2020, that Dick Togo would be a major, major player in, in modern wrestling? Yeah, <laughs> I I had no clue what he had been up to. Uh, I, I'm sure most people were like us, like Dick Togo from the, because Juicy even brought it up, like Yamaguchi son, sock, choppy choppy and pee pee <laughs> with Val Venus and the actor. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Dick Togo, all right, that guy. I vaguely remember him back then, but yeah, he, he's been a nice little. Little manager for for uh, evil. Dick Dick Togo dresses up like he's still in the Attitude Era too. Those suits. Yeah, with the with the Kango and the suits. Yeah. <laughs> him and him and Eddie Kingston. They they have a nostalgia for the late nineties. They they just can't let it go. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, not to veer too far off topic. But if AEW and New Japan do strike up a, a good working relationship where they have a talent exchange, hopefully we get an Eddie Kingston run in New Japan for something. Yeah, that, that, yeah, maybe throw him in that that never title picture him and Shingo. That that would be a banger. Yeah, man. Yeah, because you know Eddie Kingston, you know he's got a lot of reverence for the Japanese wrestling scene and and the old school Japanese wrestling. So. You know, for him mm -hmm. to get, get me over here and be able to compete in something for a month or two weeks or something, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I'm sure he will love it. We'll see. Shingo and Sonata, they faced off against Yano and Ishii. Shingo and Sonata, they get to win by pinfall when Sonata hit the O'Connor Bridge on Yano. Um, <laughs> Sonata and Yano. They tripped me out with this paradise lock thing. <laughs> Yanu got him down and tried to put Sonata in the paradise lock and of course couldn't figure it out and just was like, oh, the hell with it. So then, of course, the next thing happens is Sonata gets him down, puts him in the paradise lock, and then 
uh, Ishii, they start messing with Ishii. Shingo and Ishii start battling. And it's almost like Sonata forgot about him. And then he, like, revs the crowd up and then, you know, hits him with the turnbuckle pad and gets uh, Yano out of the Paradise Lock. But, yes, it is always my favorite thing to watch them in their routine with Paradise Lock. Uh, Ishii and Shingo, they, they took it easy on each other considering uh, their former wars. This is a tag team match, per se. So they, they had one, you know, exchange, really. Uh, but like you said, a lot of this has been Yano doing his work, and uh, he took the pinfall from Sonata. Yeah, so yeah, I guess depending on how much you like Yano, your your mileage is very. Because yeah, it, they, they, when I saw this match, I was like, okay, you know, Sonata and Shingo, you know, we're probably gonna get a lot of Ishii and Shingo, but no, it it was pretty much all Yano and Sonata doing this stick, like you said. The Paradise Lock sequence. There's a sequence when Yano has Sonata outside and literally oh, yeah. wrapped him up <laughs> in like a blanket in the ring apron. <laughs> they they had a, a spot where they kept trying to throw people into the exposed turnbuckle. Like, yeah, uh, a lot of comedy. I, I enjoyed it, but I, I know for some people, Yano's stick kind of can run a, a, a bit there. But, uh, yeah, and like you said, interesting. We didn't get a lot of – I mean, maybe we're they're saving that for Wrestle Kingdom because, obviously, Shingo doesn't have an opponent right now for that Never title, so maybe that's the direction they're going, or maybe somebody else. But we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, very, very interesting that – which I guess, too, to be fair, they, they were just in the G1, so maybe that's part of it, too. Ghetto's trying to – Save them for later in the tournament. Right. Uh, you know who's a fan of Yano's stick? Who? Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. Did you see that finish between Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn from SmackDown? I did not. <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn gets him outside the ring, pulls up the ring skirt, exposes the, you know, the bungee cord cooking yep. wirings underneath the ring. And he basically hooked Apollo Crews' feet in that and got a count out win. Oh, Straight okay. Out the Yano playbook. Interesting. All right, yeah. <laughs> Main event for night two: the Dangerous Techers versus their old friend Tanahashi and Hanare. Tag team champs. They, of course, tortured Tanahashi and his bad knees throughout the match. Zack Saber Jr. applying moves and holes that should not have a human's knee and leg contort in that direction. Usually they bring the card out if you see that happen in a football game. Um, yeah. But Hanare got hit with the Zach Mephisto and the tag champs get the win. They have two, they have four points after the first two nights. Um, LIJ, two points. Jano and Ishii, two points. Evil and Yujiro, four points. The Empire, they've got two points. G.O.D. has two points. Chase Owens and Fale, unfortunately, no points. Along with, um, oh, yeah, they're the only ones with no points right now. So, because even. The- no, it's them and uh, Hanari and Tana. Oh, yeah, yeah Hanari and Tana. My bad. I forgot. Yes, yes. Hanari has been the, on the end of two pins. So, yes. So, those are your. Your point standings, the great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb, they have two points. Um, 
Ishii and Yano, they also have two points. Um, Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, if I didn't mention it, they have no points. So, there are your updated standings after two nights of the World Tag League. Uh, very interesting. Um, you know, this is this is actually the time of the year for the World Tag League, but it's just very mm-hmm. interesting that is going on within the Super Juniors as well. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, carry on these two different tournaments and at the same time. Um, a lot of good content for um, New Japan World, though. You're going to get your 999 worth this month. Yeah. And they, yeah. Uh, they've they made some changes, so now the website works if you have uh, Android or you use Google Chrome, so you don't have to have their app anymore. So they're making some changes there, so that's good. So things are looking up. The only thing we got to try to do is get some type of way where we can get Kevin Kelly and everybody up at the same time so we can get some English commentary on some of these uh, yeah. on some of these nights. But um, I guess that'll come in time where they're just trying to save everybody for, you know, the last two nights or whatever. But, yeah, a little English commentary. I, I really like Rocky Romero and Kevin Kelly. They have a good rapport with each other. Um, they have a good mm-hmm. working um, so I definitely appreciate those two when they do get a chance to have live commentary or when they, you know, when I watch it a day or two later and they have it piped in, um, it's always a lot of fun, but I do enjoy listening to the Japanese commentary just for the pure excitement of the, of the announcers, even though I don't understand what they're saying, except for when, you know, somebody throws a drop kick or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just, they're so excited. Yes, especially Liger, especially in the junior matches. He, he's always super excited, like, yeah. All right, so before we uh, turn it over for shout-outs and thank yous, is there just anything that stood out to you in the first two nights or anything that you're looking forward to in the next couple of nights uh, that they have on the uh, schedule set up for the matches? Um... Other than just fan juice and seeing them back together, uh, I I really like like he, he took two losses, but Hanara has shown a lot of fire, a lot of determination, and that's gonna be an interesting story. Uh, again, Tanahashi letting down his tag partner, like he's he gonna be able <laughs> dig down deep again and, and pull some out or. What's going to happen? Because he, he was pretty somber in his, his post-match comments. He, he was honest about it. He was like, yeah, right now I'm, I'm basically useless to New Japan. I, I'm not doing anything. I lose it. I'm not helping my partner. So so hopefully, hopefully the, the ace can pull something out. All right. All right. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mr. Terry's boy, for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you, Don. Thanks for having me on. Shout out to Anwar. Looking forward to hearing you guys talk about the best of the Super Juniors. Uh, shout out to everybody. Cast the Strong Style. Everybody who listens to the show uses the hashtag. And, uh, and that's about it. All right, Terry's boy. Thank you for coming in and uh, growing, agreeing to work through the uh, World Tag League with me as we uh, alternate between you and Anwar for the next few weeks as we uh, get these shows out. So I definitely appreciate you mm-hmm. spending some time chopping it up with me here on Cast of Strong Style. Thank you to everybody who listens to the show, uses the hashtag Cast of Strong Style to share your commentary with color 
on New Japan Pro Wrestling. So please check out this episode as well as the Best of Super Juniors review coming up very shortly with me and Anwar Starwin. Give a big shout out to the whole WrestleCast family, Mo to the underscore Reese, uh, Miss Simi, Jay to the Max, Samuel Kalunga, Miss Didi Jonet, Magnum Prime as well, and everybody who follows the hashtags that we have each and every week for all of our various live tweets. Thank you for sharing your commentary with color. Please check out the additional content over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Check us out over there where you can listen to The Dark Match, where me and Miss Simi review AEW each and every week. And you'll also hear candid conversations of our pre and post show uh, uh, recordings as well. So there's always extra content over on the Patreon page. So please support the podcast by becoming a patron and also help keep the podcast free each and every week. By doing some shopping with our sponsors, Christmas time is coming. You can't go to the mall, so why don't you go to cspn.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free, click on Amazon, do your shopping through the you know, aisles of Amazon, and some of your purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep Cast of Strong Style and all our shows here on the network free each and every week. So for my guest host, Mr. Terry's Boy, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, Cast of Strong Style. Strong style.